Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In today's show, I'll be breaking down the latest Bitcoin technical analysis. Also, American entrepreneur and investor Tom Lee predicts Bitcoin can surge as high as $150,000 this year by the end of 2024. Send it. We'll also be discussing Michael Saylor, the Giga Chad, to forever buy Bitcoin. He says there is no reason to sell the winner. Preach. We'll also be discussing Ethereum hitting a price target of $3,000 for the first time since 2022 and where it's likely heading next. We'll also be sharing VenX Bitcoin ETF notches 1,400% in daily trading volume increase as Bitcoin ETFs continue on their domination streak. We'll also be discussing a rational Bitcoin price prediction for the cycle of 180,000 per coin, according to a trader who called the May 2021 Bitcoin collapse. We'll also be discussing a super cycle of technology and money printing can create the biggest crypto bull market in history, according to Arthur Hayes, the former BitMEX co-founder. In fact, I'll also be breaking down his $1 million Bitcoin price prediction. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market all this, plus so much more, in today's show. Yo, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost a video show. So if you want the full premium experience with video, visit my YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Net. Today is pod episode number 1558. I'm your host, JV, and it's February 21st, 2024. Let's kick it off with our market watch as we do each and every day. Uh, extreme volatility, a Bitcoin tap 53 just yesterday, corrected back down in the 50s. We hit back to 52.5. And at the time of the live stream, we're currently at 51.2. Uh, we also have Ether, which tapped 3,000 for the first time in a couple of years as well. Uh, currently sitting above 2,900. BNB is breaking out up 5% on the day, while XRP, Solana, Cardano, all correcting and in the red. And checking out coinmarketcap.com, the current crypto market cap did tap 2 trillion yesterday. Today, we're at 1.95 trillion with 85 billion in volume for the past 24 hours. Bitcoin dominance is 51.7% with the Ether dominance back on the rise. It just hit 18% uh, percent when tapping 3,000. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers for the past 24 hours. See a coin leading the pack up 11.5%, followed by Fetch, BNB, Unised Leo, Monta Network, Render, and Sue. Now, which alts are you most bullish on for this bull run, fam? Let me know in the comments 
right down below. And checking out the crypto bubbles to get a visual perspective on the daily. You can see the majority of the alts bleeding and in the red with only a handful in the green. And checking out the crypto greed and fear index, we're back in extreme greed with a 78. We were 79 last week, which is the highest level we've seen this bad boy in a couple of years as well. Yesterday was a 72, last week a 74, and last month a 55 in greed. And checking out the Bitcoin having countdown, 55 days family until the estimated 2024 Bitcoin halving date scheduled to take place April 17th. 2024. Just note this day could be give or plus a day or two because it's dependent upon the blocks. But right now it's estimated to take place April 17th. So where do you guys feel the Bitcoin price action is likely to be by the time of the halving? Holla at your boy. But anyways, let's dive into our Bitcoin technical analysis. Check out the charts where the price action is most likely to go next. Bitcoin price rallied to a new 2024 high at 53,000 February 20th yesterday before abruptly selling off to 50,000 on some of the exchanges. Traders are citing consistent spot Bitcoin ETF inflows and the upcoming supply halving event as major factors behind the price move. And at this time, we got Bitcoin just above 51,000. 300. Here you're looking at the Bitcoin daily chart. Let's take a look at some of this key volatility of what's happening. Bitcoin futures open interest hits 26-month high. That's right. Bitcoin futures open interest at a new yearly high, reaching levels last seen November of 2021. This indicates increased trading activity around Bitcoin uh, so crypto futures trading and information platform CoinGlass shows the total open interest for Bitcoin futures reaching $22.6 billion as of yesterday, February 20th. This is the highest level since November 11th, 2021. And we all know that was around the time we peaked at the all-time high, currently standing at $69,000. Bitcoin futures open interest increased by more than 30% last year, 2023, aligning with Bitcoin's 23% year-to-date rally to 53,000, reaching levels last seen November, or December of 2021. And quoting this analyst, Alejandro XBT, open interest reaching 22 billion. Do you remember what happened last time at these levels? Study April 12, 2021 and November 8th, 2021. Yes, I do recall. Again, that's around the time we hit the 69,000 all-time high. So the open interest is a measure of the total value of all the outstanding or unsettled Bitcoin futures contracts across the exchanges. And an increasing value indica indicates increased market activity and trader sentiment around Bitcoin. Now let's discuss the spot Bitcoin ETF flows continuing to increase. The continued bullish sentiment from investors appears driven by increasing inflows into these ETFs. Even as outflows from gold ETFs increase. Bitcoin has surpassed the 49,000 high reached after the January 10th approval of the spot Bitcoin ETFs by the US SEC. And data from far side investors shows almost 5 billion have been poured into the Bitcoin ETFs within six weeks since trading began on January 11th. The total weekly inflows into the newly issued spot Bitcoin ETFs hit 2.5 billion last week, according to CoinShares, as you can see here, broken down with weekly flows into their investment products. Here's what the CoinShares analyst, James 
James Butterfield had to share. These inflows, coupled with recent positive price moves, have elevated the total assets under management to 69, I'm sorry, 67 billion, marking the highest level since December of 2021. And TED Talks Macro highlighted the steady increase in net inflow to spot Bitcoin ETFs at an average of 182 million per day. Quoting him here, post having, we only need 25 million of net inflows to spot ETFs per day to offset the minor production. And we all know with the Bitcoin having coming up in roughly 55 days that the rewards given to miners are going to get sliced by 50%. It's also expected to play a significant part in furthering fueling investors' interests into the king crypto. The having event has historically preceded Bitcoin entering a parabolic uptrend in months after the event. That's right. History shows us the three previous halvings of 2012, 2016, and 2020 is the year preceding those halvings. We always reached the cycle peak as we did in 2013, 2017, and 2021. Now let's discuss the next leg up and focus for the traders. Data from Into the Block shows Bitcoin traders focus on the next leg of the current rally. The in out of the money around the price model shows a large number of Bitcoins were previously acquired at an average cost of 52,000. Some of these may be liquidated as the investors break even, suggesting stiff resistance around this area. Now, what is clear is that traders are determined to see the price hold above 52,000. And according to analyst Ali, the buyers are now bracing for a new battle to defend the support zone between 52 and 51.7. And a close above or below this area will determine the direction of Bitcoin's next move. Quoting him here, on Bitcoin's 10-minute chart, the TD sequential support trend line sits at 51.7, while the resistance trend line is 52.5. A sustained close outside of the zone will determine the direction of Bitcoin's next move. So there you have it. And uh, quoting, a re actually, this was a recent interview on, is this Squawk Box, one of the mainstream on CNBC? Yeah, it is Squawk Box. Tom Lee uh, predicts that we can surge as high as 150,000 per Bitcoin. In the end of this year, in 2024, let me know if you agree or disagree with that bullish sentiment from Tom Lee. I think that would be pretty phenomenal. That'd be a pretty awesome target, especially considering it's the year of the halving. And if we did hit 150,000 this year, then in my humble opinion, we could hit multiple six figures peaking out in 2025. But let me know your thoughts, family, in the live chat. Uh, what I'm going to do is dive into our next story because I still got a lot to cover. Here's the latest from the Giga Chad. The headline reads, Michael Saylor to forever buy Bitcoin. No reason to sell the winner. That's right. Saylor has no plans on selling biddies, even as his holdings of his company, MicroStrategy, have swelled to reach an unrealized profit just shy of $4 billion. I am going to buy the top forever. Bitcoin is the exit strategy, Saylor said. That's great. So if someone asks you what your exit strategy is, I'm going to buy the top forever. Bitcoin is the exit strategy. I love that. So yeah, he was just uh, interviewed by Bloomberg yesterday, the 20th, and asked if his firm would sell its 190,000 Bitcoin stash, which took them roughly four years to accumulate, worth roughly 10 billion at the current price action, and outlining his bullish case for the king crypto. Saylor claimed that the cryptocurrency is technically superior gold, the S&P 500 in real estate, despite each asset having a far greater market cap than Bitcoin's $1 trillion. Quoting him again, we believe capital is going to keep flowing from those asset classes 
into Bitcoin. Bitcoin is technically superior to those asset classes. And that being the case, there's just no reason to sell the winner to buy the losers. Let me know if you agree with that sentiment. I agree a thousand percent. MicroStrategy, the business intelligence firm, which was the first publicly traded company to put Bitcoin on its balance sheet back in 2020. They now have 190,000 Bitcoin. They have been holding as they announced after their fourth quarter report went live with an average cost of 31,000 each, bringing MicroStrategy's total investment cost to five. 0.93 billion, putting them roughly 4 billion in unrealized profits. The US-based spot ETFs, excluding GBTC, hold an estimated 270,000 Bitcoin as of Friday, February 16th, according to HODL 15 Capital Data. That's kind of scary at what rate they're accumulating. Bitcoin, I can only imagine in a few years from now how many millions of Bitcoin these ETFs will hold in uh, Coinbase custo uh, custody, as they are the main custodian for many of them, including BlackRock and GBTC. Saylor said the demand for Bitcoin generated by growing appetite for ETF products has been far in excess of the supply from the miners, which is fact. Sometimes up 10 times as much. Uh, Pompliano shared on the news the other day, it was 14 or uh, yeah, roughly 12.5 to 14 X. So you already know. And what's going to happen when the, uh, the happening occurs in 54 ish days? Well, that demand is going to be double up because there's going to be half the amount of supply being issued daily. However, he brushed off concerns that the test would make it harder for MicroStrategy to buy Bitcoin, saying it employs a levered operating strategy for investment into the digital asset. The spot ETFs have opened up a gate way for institutional capital to flow into the Bitcoin ecosystem. They are facilitating the digital transformation of capital and every day. Hundreds of millions of dollars of capital is flowing from the traditional analog ecosystem into the digital economy. This is a rising tide it is going to lift all boats. So there you have it, my crypto fam. Let me know if you agree or disagree with the sentiment from the Giga Chad, Michael Saylor. But anyways, fam, pump the likes and pump the stream. I greatly appreciate it. But let's move on to our next story of the day and discuss Ethereum tapping a new high we haven't seen in roughly two years. And let's do a little Ethereum technical analysis. Ether's price top 3,000 February 20th for the first time since April of 2022, climbing from a price of 2,800 on February 19th, surging more than 4% uh, and 74% in the past 12 months to hit a year-to-date high of just above 3,000 on Binance, according to Coin Market Cap. Here you're looking at the Ether daily chart, looking pretty bullish. Also, the market cap of ETH hit 18% uh, earlier today. Ether's price performance comes as the market awaits the possible approval of the spot Bitcoin. No, I'm sorry, spot. I guess the Ether ETF here by the US SEC and the implementation of the Ethereum improvement proposal 4844 through the Dencon upgrade. Current odds of the poly market indicate a 45% chance or likelihood of a spot Ether ETF approval by May 31st. So I wanna ask you guys, do you realistically see an Ethereum ETF being approved midtime this year around May? Let me know. Now, Gary Gensler still provided no clarity whenever he is asked about Ethereum, and he was even very reluctant to approve the Bitcoin ETF, but Grayscale forced 
his hand from his own words. He said he had no desire of approving it, but they were forced to. So do you think they will be in a position to be forced to approve an Ethereum ETF? Maybe Larry Fink from BlackRock nudges them and puts the pressure on. What are your thoughts, family? Now, wealth management firm Bernstein recently suggested ETH may be the only other crypto to secure an ETF spot in the United States, quoting them here, Ethereum with its staking yield dynamics, environmentally friendly design, <laughs> and institutional utility to build new financial markets is well positioned for mainstream institutional adoption. He wrote, meanwhile, Bloomberg's Eric Balchunas forecasts a 70% chance of approval, which means he's pretty optimistic. And quoting Wu Blockchain, Bloomberg ETF analyst Balchuna said he expects a 70% chance of an Ethereum spot ETF being approved in May. The SEC needs to make approval decisions on multiple Ethereum spot ETF apps by the end of May, including VanEck, ARC21 shares, Hashtags, and the list goes on. Now, the last time Ether traded above 3,000 was 22 months ago, May 4th, 2022, when it reached 2966 before sinking to an extended bear market that took its price to $883 in June of 2022. Now, ETH's recent performance may also be connected to the network's much anticipated Denkin upgrade. Ethereum's Denkin upgrade, which is targeted for March 13th, uh, so what is that, another three weeks out, family, is expected to implement several EIPs, including EIP 4844, which introduces proto dank sharding whatever that means <laughs> the upgrade simplifies the transaction process by storing some data off the blockchain speeding up transactions and cutting costs well that's long overdue they've been talking about reducing the gas fees in ethereum for years and we're still waiting the gas fees are still pretty outrageous so hopefully this solves the problem now data from coin glass shows increasing open interest in ether future markets racing a record of 10 billion which validates the current volatility of the ethereum price now many market participants expect a fresh round of bullish price action to continue amid any news surrounding a spot ethereum etf approval and the possible move into the wider crypto market. So that's the million dollar question right now. Do you think the Ethereum ETF will be approved this year, family? Or do you think Gary will not allow it over at the SEC? Let me know your thoughts. What is the second best? There is no second best. But anyways, fam, our next story of the day. Let's discuss these inflows from the Bitcoin ETFs, which are killing it. VanX Bitcoin ETF notches 1400% daily trading volume increase, which is, I guess, virtually 14X. Let's go. The VanX spot Bitcoin ETF has experienced a sudden drastic trading volume uptick, leaving market commentators looking for a reason why. The VanX fund, which sports the ticker, HODL saw $258 million in trading volume yesterday, February 20th, a nearly 15 times increase in volume from the previous day. Wow. So when the block rewards get cut in half, that's going to be 30 times, 30 times. Bring it. Yeah. So quoting Eric Valchunas, HODL is going wild today with $258 million in volume already, a 14x jump over its daily average. And it's not one big investor, but rather 32,000 individual trades, which is 60x its average. Not sure how to explain it. Maybe it was added to a platform over the weekend. I mean, look at the chart. Parabolic. That's like Michael Jordan jumping in his prime. Let's go. VanX sudden volume spikes from an influx of around 32,000 individual trades, which he noted was 60 times its average, and not from a single large investor, which 
he said, would make sense. Still haven't figured out what happened, but he wrote in a follow-up post a few hours later, no one knows. Given how sudden and explosive the increase in number of trades was, 500 trades on Friday, 50,000 trades today, I'm wondering if some Reddit or TikTok influencer type recommended them to their followers. Feels retail army-ish. Now, also uh, shared, what the frick? ETF Unsolved Mysteries will continue after a word from our sponsors. And on February 15th, Venac filed a notice with the US SEC outlining it would drop fees from its ETF from a quarter of a percent to 0.2% beginning February 21st. Five basis points below that of the fees charged by the market leaders, BlackRock and Fidelity. This is game theory. Competition driving the fees down, which is a beautiful thing. The largest fund issuer, BlackRock, pledged to waive fees on its iShares fund until it reached $5 billion in assets under management. And since hitting that milestone on February 15th, BlackRock will charge a quarter of a percent fees on all new investments into the fund. That's right. It only took them a month to have over a billion in assets under management. And trading volume on Wisdom Tree's Bitcoin fund were also popping off. Let's go. Witnessing a roughly 12 100% jump from its average to 154 million in total daily volume yesterday, February 20th, as per Bloomberg, uh, Bloomberg data from Balchunes, quoting him here. More interestingness, BTCW also popping off 154 million in trades as 12x its average, 25x its assets via 23,000 individual trades. For context, it saw a mere 221 trades at Friday. At the same time, IBIT volume is elevated, but not crazy like this. What? The Frick ETF Unsolved Mysteries will continue. Let's go. Now, WTC saw, I'm sorry, WBTC saw 23,000 individual trades February 20th, a significant increase, clearly. The trading volume increase across HODL and WBTC funds came around the time of elevated but not crazy volume on the market leading funds, including BlackRock's iShares. Bitcoin ETF. Venex Bitcoin Trust currently stands at the seventh largest spot ETF, commanding 192 million in assets under management, while Wisdom Trees Fund is the smallest with roughly 29.4 million in assets under management, as per Dune Analytics. So there you have it, my crypto fam. These ETF are not playing games. These asset managers are looking to accumulate big time. Hence why they have already collectively achieved in one month what took MicroStrategy, the first publicly traded company to put Bitcoin on the balance sheet, four years they just achieved in one month. Let that sink in and we have a halving around the corner. Also, as I reported yesterday, Coinbase, the largest exchange in the United States, currently has the least amount of Bitcoin reserves since the past nine years. So even though as a custodian, they now have over a million Bitcoin, the available Bitcoin supply is shrinking. Can you say incoming Bitcoin and supply shock? Send it and let's get it as well as a demand shock. We're gonna be discussing this $180,000 target from Dave the Wave, an analyst I follow and cover here on the show. And then we'll be discussing the latest from Arthur Hayes and his 1 million Bitcoin price prediction. So here we go. The headline here reads, here is a rational Bitcoin price prediction for this cycle, according to a trader who called the May 2021 
collapsed. So yeah, we're talking about Dave the Wave. He shared on X regarding the logarithmic growth curve model. The LGC is an investing model that aims to forecast the Bitcoin market cycle highs and lows while filtering out short-term volatility. According to Dave the Wave, it makes much more sense for Bitcoin to continue trading within the LGC in the long term as opposed to invalidating the model that has stood the test of time thus far. Quoting the analysts here, the speculators in this space can roughly be divided into those that believe in diminishing returns and those that don't. Adherence to the diminishing margins return principle would roughly agree that price will track the channel as sketched in the first chart. Those rejecting the principle see price transgressing, transgressing at it is something like the second chart and possibly breaking to both sides. The first seems a lot more rational to me for at least it has something empirical and historical to go on. The analyst first shares a chart suggesting the Bitcoin will print higher highs and higher lows over the years while trading inside the LGC as outlined right here in this chart. Now, Dave, the wave's second chart shows Bitcoin breaking above the upper bound of the LGC before witnessing a steep corrective move that sends Bitcoin below the lower bound of the model as outlined right here. The trader also uses the Fibonacci extensions to predict 180,000 price target for Bitcoin in 2025. Send it. Fibonacci extensions are used in TA to estimate profit targets and price pullbacks. They are based on Fibonacci ratios, as he shares here alongside this chart. Bitcoin Fibonacci extension gives a Bitcoin target of $180,000 per coin. Let me know if you agree or disagree with the crypto analysts. Now, I'd say 180,000 is still conservative for my target, but nonetheless, it's still, what is that from here? That's more than 3X from the current price action. Let me know your thoughts. I still also believe anything is possible. Bitcoin can potentially add a big fat zero to the end of the price action we see today on the screen, which would take us north of a half a million dollars per coin. What are your thoughts? Now for our featured story of the day, let's discuss the latest from the former BitMEX Co-founder and CEO, Arthur Hayes, he says, super cycle of technology and money printing can create the biggest crypto bull market in history, which can send Bitcoin north of $1 million per coin. Here's the latest family. Pump the likes to pump the stream. I appreciate it. Arthur Hayes believes two main factors could ignite an unprecedented crypto bull market this cycle. In a new interview with Coin Bureau host Jessica Walker, Hayes says that AI, innovation, and a looser Federal Reserve monetary policy can cause the total crypto market cap to grow by trillions of dollars within years. Quoting him here, does crypto fit in with AI? I have been there pushing that sort of narrative. AI needs to use decentralized money and decentralized compute power. Decentralized storage solutions, if they are really to be a pure economic actor that sits outside of how we humans do things. So that's a potential vector as well. And then yes, I think we are going to print the most amount of money ever in human history in the next two to four years, because we have a lot of elections coming up. And how do you get reelected? <laughs> you give people free-ish and they don't pay for it in obvious fashion. They always pay for it via inflation or taxes choose one. And then we have lots of wars. Wars are very inflationary. Everybody around the world is increasing their defense budget to throw bombs at each other. And then we have the money printing, 
to pay for the war. So it's all building itself into a super cycle of technology and money printing. And I think it is going to make this particular crypto bull market the biggest one that we have seen in terms of gains of trillions of market cap that is all of a sudden going to be present in our little ecosystem. So let me know if you agree or disagree with that sentiment. And this headline reads, BitMEX co-founder Bitcoin forecast Bitcoin to reach a million dollars amid the banking turmoil. I want to read you what he has to share uh, here. Hayes' perspective is shaped by the view that the conventional banking model is facing sustainability issues, which we all know. He argues that to address these challenges, the U.S. Fed could print more money, leading to deeper financial crisis, which is precisely what they're planning to do. In such a scenario, Hayes believes Bitcoin is a viable alternative, offering a degree of insulation from traditional banking sector problems. This outlook is not new to Hayes, who has consistently advocated for Bitcoin as a hedge against the instability of traditional financial systems. Reading his tweet here, oh baby, from junk to bankrupt, that's the future. And then more money printer go, Bitcoin equals $1 million. So delving deeper into his prediction, Hayes envisions a scenario where Bitcoin can soar to a million per coin. This prediction is not unique to Hayes as other prominent crypto figures, including Samson Mao, CEO of Jan3, share similar views. And I've shared his predictions numerous times here on the pod. Uh, Samson Mao believes we can soar to a million dollars in a matter of days or weeks when Bitcoin really starts to pump. Mao has been recently expressing confidence that Bitcoin could rapidly ascend to a million per coin, as I mentioned, potentially within days or weeks. However, he acknowledges that the exact starting point for this surge is yet to be determined. Hayes' recent commentary aligns with his previous analysis in a Medium post. The BitMEX co-founder drew parallels between Bitcoin's performance during the March 2023 banking crisis and its potential future trajectory. Hayes' suggestion that similar to the 40% increase experienced during the previous banking crisis, remember uh, roughly a year ago, we had the regional banking crisis family, talk about deja vu, round two, Bitcoin can witness a significant rally following the current challenges. But let me know your thoughts, family. We all know there is a happening around the corner. We all know that the purchasing power of the dollar is mathematically guaranteed to go down as they continue this money printing. And guess what? The silver lining, the purchasing power of your Bitcoin is mathematically guaranteed to continue to increase because it performs the opposite of the dollar. Bitcoin is up so much. Uh, we're at 51,400 right now. That's because the dollar continues to lose purchasing power. And that's why with one Bitcoin, eventually you'll be able to buy a million dollar mansion. And with a million dollars, you won't even be able to buy a shack because that's the way things are, right? Unfortunately, the poor get taxed through inflation. The same poor who beg the government, please give us a stimulus. We want that $1,200. Meanwhile, now you're screwed because your food is going to go up 20, 30% per year. Your housing is going to go up. Your gas is going to go up. All your living expenses are going to continue to go up. It's because the dollar is doomed and the death of the dollar incoming. Robert Kiyosaki, I shared it a previous couple of days. He predicts Bitcoin can hit $100,000 per coin this year by June. So let me know your thoughts. Where do you feel we're likely to be? And can you see Bitcoin soaring to a million dollars off the back of this crazy inflation, hyperinflation leading to hyper Bitcoinization, taking us to a million dollars per coin? Let me know your thoughts, family in the live chat. And don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in our live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode. HODL!